Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Unscripted, where we bring you conversations that will leave you with practical tips that you can apply to your everyday lives. I'm your host, Akeem Haynes. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to everybody who took the time to come to my speed and acceleration camp over the weekend. I had a great time. It seemed like everybody enjoyed themselves and they all learned a lot of new things, right? And so for me, it was just good to be able to give back the knowledge and the wisdom that I had through running and help others develop and learn the basics of speed. I was a little worried though, because when we woke up that Saturday, you know, it was, it was kind of thundering and I was like, oh man, it would thunder on the day that we're supposed to have this right but the weather was good to us and it was good and I plan on doing it again sometime down the road I'm not sure when but just want to say thank you to everybody who came out okay we are done with the pleasantries so let's get into this week's episode of unscripted you know after the speed camp we probably finished about 1:45, 2 o'clock just before two you know we sat and we spoke and we talked and there was a question that one of the guys brought up there shout out to dan where he said akeem i've been following your career you know from high school and then i saw you at university of alabama but i didn't know where you were in between um you know before you got there and so i was just telling him about you know the junior college ranking junior junior college aspect of things and it kind of brought something to me right and so i learned a valuable I learned a lot of valuable lessons when I was at junior college so before we even continue going forward I want to explain what junior college is right so I went to Barton Community College now Barton Community College is one of the most dominant sprint schools at the junior college level for quite some time you know like there's there's a few schools in junior college who are synonymous with speed And there are a few schools in junior college that are synonymous for their sport, right? Like Barton, it was it was track and field. Other schools, it may be football, it may be basketball. But at Barton, you know, it's sprint factory, right? Like that's 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 what Barton is known for. Right. They have a long history of winning. And so when I got to Barton Community College, I was man, I was like 18, 19 years old. Right. Like I was just fresh out of high school. And I was going into a new system, but I was also going to a new country. It was actually the first time that I was basically by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger, you know, my mom worked in the mines a lot. I barely saw her growing up per se, but I was still with my cousins and still with, you know, my uncles, you know, but this was the first time that I had nobody there. Like it was just me, you know, let alone being an 18-year-old kid, you know, (laughs) trying to figure some things out. And to be honest, right, like, and this was my fault, right? Like, I didn't know where Barton was. I didn't really look on the map. I had all my sights set on going to Florida State, but some things happened, and I ended up going to junior college. But I found out about Barton and my coach and I through the Florida State coach. And so we just figured, you know, his word is good, so we're just going to go there. And so it made sense, right? So I flew from Calgary down to Wichita, Kansas, and I get to the airport and I see my coach. You know, my coach at the time was a guy named Nigel Bigby. Shout out to Nigel Bigby, man. We got a very special bond together, him and I. We accomplished some good things along the way. But I got there and he wasn't much older than me, right? He was probably about 24, 25. 
But we got to Wichita, and I was like, man, you know, this this city is all right. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of buildings here. There's a lot of good food places here. Like, you know, it's cool. Like, I feel like I feel like this isn't a bad city. And so he was like, no, no, Barton isn't here. I was like, okay, cool. Like, how far is it? He's like two hours away. I said, well, you know, that's not that's not too bad. And so, you know, we wait for a couple other of my teammates and we begin this journey to Barton Community College. And I should have known something was up. I should have knew something was up because we got to a point where there was no civilization. <laughs> like there wasn't no, all there was was just farms, right? There was just farms on the way to Barton Community College. Like it was just farms. And then the air started to be different. It started to smell. It was cattle. Oh, it was rough. But it didn't really hit my mind that we were about to go in the middle of nowhere, right? <laughs> if 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 any of you listening to this have seen the show Last Chance You, and you have seen Mississippi, and you've seen Kansas, like junior college, basically, it's just this big open space, and they seem like they just dropped the school there. Basically, when you're at junior college, right, what you want to understand, what I want you to get to understand, especially if you're a junior college athlete listening to this and maybe you're going to junior college yourself, you have to know before you even get there what your mission and your end goal is. You have to come there focused because if you are not focused and committed to the long-term vision when you're at junior college, it will break you. Junior college is tough. Like, it's just not for everybody. Right. Because there's really nothing to do. And when there's nothing to do, you become bored. And when you become bored, you get in your own head and you do things you shouldn't be doing. Right. Like put it this way. People always ask me, Akeem, man, what is what is the what is there to do fun at junior college? And I was like, well, put it this way. You know, at Barton, the most exciting thing <laughs> was Walmart. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody says they're going to Walmart, it's hey, man, can we come too? you got space? Oh, man, you ain't got no space. Oh, man, okay. Right? So if somebody was going to Walmart, oh, that was the move. <laughs> that was the move. In junior college, you're there to do two things, especially if you're an athlete. You're there to go to class, handle your stuff in school. You're there to practice. That's it. Like, there is really nothing else that you can do there. Right? You're not going there for the glamorous style of things. You're not going there to necessarily have all this type of fun. You're there on a mission. You got to go there, go to class, and you got to go to practice. And then you take your butt back to your dorm and you just try do your homework and you just try, you just try to tough it out. Right. And so when I got there, it was a complete shock. Right. Because I'm getting up at 630 in the morning. Well, six. 6, 6, 15, 6, 30 in the morning. I'm having morning practices. I'm having these, these workouts that I've never had before. I'm lifting much heavier weights. You know, coach would always put me with the bigger guys. And it was all these different things. Like I didn't do this in high school. And so I was learning all these different things, but my body was taking its toll. It was, it was, it was just different, right? I was trying to get adjusted to it. And I remember I got there in January, which means that Usually the way school works, especially if you're a track and field athlete, you know, you get there in the fall, which means you get there in September, maybe end of August, and you have fall training. Now, fall training is the base of your foundation for the whole season, 
right? So that's where you develop the routine and the habits. You get up at this time, you do this, you get up at this time, you do that. And you kind of, even if it's new to you, you have now developed and you've got a system and the system is what gets you through it because you know every single day, this is what the days are going to look like. Man, when I got there, I was thrown into the fire. I was coming off injury, right? So I didn't even, I didn't even, why, why am I getting up at six, <laughs> six o'clock to go train? Like it, it was, it was different to me. And when I got there, it was competition time. And I'll never forget the lesson that I learned <laughs> when I missed the bus to go to a track meet. Nothing brings you more paranoia than when you're supposed to be competing and you miss the bus to go and compete because now you don't know what your coaches are going to think. You don't know what they're going to say. We were supposed to, I forgot where we were competing. I don't even remember. I think it was in Oklahoma. And so we were leaving at 5.30 sharp in the morning. The night before, I set like four alarms, right? Like I just... I knew I had to get up, so I set four alarms. Went to bed. I missed all of the alarms. The bus left at 5.30. Akeem woke up at 5.55. And I got up at 5.55, and I jumped out of bed. And I was like, oh, no. I jumped out of bed, quickly brushed my teeth, grabbed my stuff. I already packed the night before, so I just packed my stuff. And I was running out to the bus, and <laughs> the bus was just escaping me. I saw the bus take a left when I was coming straight. And I was just like, oh, crap. I didn't even look at my phone. So I go back and I check my phone and I see some messages from my teammates. And they was like, hey, man, we're about to leave, man. Hey, man, we're about to leave. And I was like, how come these people texted me, but they didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't come and wake me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't come and wake me up. And I was just like, man. And so that whole time, I just sat on the steps and I just waited, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, do I shoot coach a message first or do I just wait to feel the wrath when they get back? I didn't know what to do. Right. So I just went and practiced on my own. Right. But when they got back, the head coach, Dave Shenick, shout out to coach Dave. That's my guy. He's been good to me, man. He's doing great things there as the head coach at Barton Community College, man. He said to me, I said, I said to him, I said, coach, I apologize. I overslept. I set my alarm. My alarm just didn't, like, I just didn't hear it. And he looked at me and he said, look, either you're going to get up or you're not going to get up. But you can't say that you're going to get up and then not get up. Either you're going to run fast or you're not going to run fast. Either you're going to put the effort in or you're not going to put the effort in. I suggest if you want to get out of here that you don't miss any more of these meets just get up on time next time and then he just walked away just calm and collect and i was just standing there like hmm right and i know sometimes you know for those listening you may say man he didn't even give you like a grace period like you were new he didn't do that right like coach dave wasn't <laughs> wasn't that guy but what he did teach me that day and what i learned from what he said that day was you know sometimes life is black and white. Like sometimes there's no in between, right? Like sometimes you're going to have to say either I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. Either I'm going to put the effort in or I'm not going to put the effort in. Either I'm going to be consistent or I'm not going to be consistent. Either I'm going to finish what I started or I'm not. 
And I think sometimes, especially when we're doing our entrepreneurial endeavors, we have a goal, we have a dream, we have an aspiration, we have a destination that we want to meet. We have to make up in our minds that either we're going to see it all the way through or we're not. You have to make up in your mind sometimes that regardless of what happens, you're going to finish what you started and see it all the way through. And so from that day on, from those moments on, especially in, in, in the sport, I made sure I, well, one, I never missed another, <laughs> another meet. I was always on time, but I just told myself, look, either you are going to want to aspire to be great or you're going to put in the work to be great. And it was in that moment that I said, you know, I needed I needed that reminder by missing the bus at that time. Right. So if you're listening to this today, this was a long winded story to get to an example and a reminder today that. Sometimes we have to eliminate the gray area, right, eliminate it, right, because if we don't eliminate the gray area, we'll always find an excuse and we'll bring that excuse up. Right. But sometimes in life, you're either going to do it or you're not and just keep it point blank and just keep it as straight and narrow as that. And from that same incident, you know, I took that same thing all the way throughout my track and field career. You know, either I'm going to put the work in today or I'm not going to put in the work in today. I'm going to give 100 percent effort or I'm not. Right. Because when you do something half of you, you get half of those results. So I don't know what it is you're working towards, whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're aspiring to achieve, the destination that you set for yourself. Make up in your mind today that for certain parts, especially if it comes to work and showing up, that you are going to eliminate as much excuses, if not all of them, and just fully commit to everything that is needed in order to achieve that requirement to make that goal or dream and aspiration a reality. I want to thank you again for taking the time to listening to this week's episode of Unscripted. Do me a favor, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating or a review. It would go a long way. Greatly appreciate it. If you're enjoying the podcast, right, like take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at underdog, A-K-H, or tag the podcast at Unscripted Pod. Like go ahead and tag us so we know that you're listening to it and you know you're getting some things from it. Because we truly appreciate you. I truly appreciate every single soul who takes the time to listen. And I just want to make sure that we're able to connect and we're able to grow together. If you are interested in the unscripted access package, head on over to www.akeemaspires.com in the podcast section and it'll give you more details. But what this package is, is you get to hear the podcast first before it comes out. The raw, unedited version. You will also get an encouraging word. Maybe it's a text message. Maybe it's a video from maybe it's a voice note to your phone personally each and every single week to help you stay encouraged and to help you with the right energy so you can achieve the things that you said you want to achieve. And if it's something you want to know more about, like I said, head over to www.akeeminspires.com, head over to the podcast section. And just check it out, read the list of everything that comes with it. I know that you will get some value from it. Until next time, thank you again for listening to Unscripted. And we shall see you next time.